Yes, yes, yes. Here we are. Here we are for a long-awaited edition of the Unabashed Truth Podcast. You're here with your boy, GT Davis. I'm here with my good friend, my brother from another mother. Scout, how you doing, my man? Good, brother. Yourself? Doing well, doing well. How's uh, how's your week been going, man? I know you've been going through a lot with the new surgery and everything, so. I'm good. I'm, I'm uh, bench pressing 780 this week, <laughs> a week after back surgery, so I'm good on the rebound. There we are, there we oh, are. Then it's Robin. <laughs> so, yeah, doing? man, I'm doing well, doing well. It's been a good couple of weeks. Had a little hiatus this weekend, went off the grid for a little bit. In and out of the grid, I guess I'd say, up in the Poconos. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, I told him, he had FaceTime me. I told him, I said, if you see Brian Laundry, take a picture. <laughs> Send it to me so we could both get rich. There you are. That would have been the goal. <laughs> So yeah, man, uh, this week's been crazy. Obviously, the latest news came out. Um, obviously, there's two things that came out. You had the Dave Chappelle stand-up that came out last week on Tuesday, I want to say. Now, was this the last one? This is the last one he's doing on Netflix. I don't okay. know if he's doing That's more what, in the future. Oh, yeah. That's what, okay. He may end up signing, re-upping for another, like, 10 deals or whatever. Sign another contract. Just yeah. the last of those six he put out on Netflix. So um, I know you haven't seen the whole thing, but... What is interesting about this, what we're going to talk about tonight, is it kind of ties in with the whole John Gruden thing that just happened um, less than 24 hours ago, which is all about um, the inclusion factor. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of something that Dave Chappelle touches on a lot in this stand-up, which is great. Obviously, people are going to touch on, he talks about trans and this, 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 but he, at the end of the day, he talks about inclusion. And, you know, except the people for what they are, you may not agree with it or like it, but accept it. And it's a pretty powerful way of doing it. And, and when I heard it, it wasn't so much of that part. We all kind of lived that part. The part he touched on that got me the most is um, pitting people against each other, pitting people who are of lower, lower class status than the higher up the echelon people who are considered, I guess we call them the elite in America. Right. <laughs> so, so it's basically what they do is they pit races as well as ethnicities and everything, your gender, your, your love interests, everything. They basically make you hate each other mm-hmm. and have you go fight back to back. So kind of ties on John Gruden, where even this weekend we saw he had some racist emails, but it seemed like it wasn't until the homophobic and all that stuff came out, they had to get rid of him. Right. And that, it wasn't, I don't think that was the case. I think it was, if it was only to the extent where something seven years ago, we can, we can figure that out. But sure. the fact that it was seven, it was seven to 10 years of repeated things, he got fired. So, I mean, I, I kind of jumped around there. We're going to have to touch on that today. We'll start with um, the inclusion portion of the, the whole thing. That's something you and I have always kind of been a part of as a group, as friends, as brothers, just kind of say, wherever you are, we include you in our, our group until you're not included. <laughs> so you become annoying and we don't want to deal with you anymore. True. Yeah. So, so let's go back. Let's start with the beginning, not too far back. What is the first, I guess, lesson you learned as a youth? Let's go back to your beginning, because I think most people skip over what they learned from their parents and everybody else. What did you learn about including other people in? What was that lesson about that? Maybe your mom, your dad, your uncles, your aunts, your whoever may have taught you. It could have been your teacher. I don't know who the fuck it could have been, but 
Well, I mean, most, most of that for me was me including myself because I moved around so much as a kid, not by choice, but I was one of those families that moved around. But you, for me, I was one of those kids through athletics and through recreation, luckily, that I was easily included usually where I went. Mm-hmm. Not by all, but by enough to make me comfortable. But at the same time, you know, when it came to people teaching me it, I guess I kind of learned through their trial and error rather than somebody sitting down and telling me about it. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's crazy when you think about it. Think it's how we learned everything in sports. As you talk about sports kind of helping people include in, that's where the whole John Green thing kind of came in. And uh, there's been other athletes also and other people who have done this. He's not the first. Uh, he probably won't be the last that has some issues come up. This is a, a big scandal. But Sports has always been for anybody who's ever played a sport, especially a yeah. team sport, particularly a team sport. You have to get along with everybody. There's no time to be, well, you're this, you're that, you're this, and you're black, you're white, you're, you're Asian, you're this. Like in a team sport, no time for that. There's no time to worry about someone's sexuality, worry about someone's background. All you have to care about is who they are on that field, on that court. Can they help you win? Right. That's kind of all we cared about. And I think sports is kind of the biggest meritocracy, the big word mm-hmm. of like society. It kind of puts everything together in, in a in a status symbol that you can be a part of. No matter if you're big, small, if you got skills, you got skills. People will like you forever. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, I, I kind of had the same thing. I mean, you and I both kind of grew up in the South and kind of moved around. And then I think my biggest thing was, yeah, it, it took me playing sports to walk into a room and just say, I'm on your team. Let's, let's talk. Let's yeah. hang out. Let's, let's get to know you. Oh, you're, you're my point guard. You're my two guard. You're my quarterback. All right. Let's figure out how we get on the same page to win, to win this game, to compete at our highest level. So, so man, it, that inclusion lesson, as it always should, is to start with some kind of mutual understanding of an activity mutual agreement whether now you got gamers they all they all kind of have their own niche to where they fit in together you yeah. got youtubers you got it's all kind of one one the same they find a way to find a community that they fit in with right and it works and i think that um to each his own whatever you find find your own thing yeah and so before we go on today's show i think we wasn't gonna start there but because you haven't seen the whole thing i don't want to Kind of tell all the details that they have. Don't ruin it. Yeah. So let's go to, I hate to say it, to your, your ex-coach, who he's, he's always been a, a, a bad person, I think. I think he's a great, good coach, great coach, but may not have been the greatest of people. <laughs> all right. Well. It affects you more. And I think it may affect your team because my Chicago Bears – Put off the victory because of that, probably. I knew that was going to be, uh, well, I knew that You're was going to be. frozen there. Who's that? <laughs> that? I knew that was going to be a problem uh-huh. um, either way because of locker room issues. But, you know, everybody has, like you said, everybody has their own opinion. Yeah. But at the same time, like, the problem is, man, like, you know, this guy wasn't even employed through the NFL at the time. Yeah. He had no affiliation with the Raiders at the time. Or any team. And, 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 I, and I get it. 
you know, like the yeah. comments were out of bounds. They shouldn't have been made, whether in a private email or whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, right is right and wrong is wrong. We both have that same, I think, standard that we mm -hmm. understand about that. At first, you know, I thought about it. I didn't know all the details, and we still don't. Yeah. We never, I, I've never even really heard what the um, Washington football team side of it was. The responding well, emails they're going through their whole um their whole organization's getting going through their abuse uh, hr issues through the company right and that's how this whole thing got exposed there you go yeah yeah it's for to best of my understanding right now that's basically what it is it's um but the end result's the same yeah my only problem is there was no affiliation it was a decade ago mm -hmm. and yes it did go on through 2018 but stephen a smith in my opinion said it best he said the problem is if they would go back on all of us and everyone mm -hmm. and that amount of time, most of us would be fired. Yeah. The things that we said, the shit that went on behind closed doors, that's just a part of it. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, this so how so uh, this came to fruition. Yeah. And it got worse and worse, I guess, as the days went on. But also, you know, John Gruden may have not been the best coach in history or one of the best coaches in history. But the good thing about John Gruden mm -hmm. is he's, he's given so much to the game of football. Oh, yeah, yes. And for him to walk out and pretty much have to bow out like this, that's my issue with it. Yeah. You know, and, and, and this is the thing. This is the perfect example of inclusion because this world right now is so fluffy, fucking sensitive, that it's a sign of the times. It's not a sign of exactly what was said. Mm -hmm. And... You know what? I can't sit here and talk about Dave Chappelle and give this man all these passes in the world to say whatever the fuck he wants to say because I like that shit. But at the same time, why can't Gruden say it? I get it. Dave Chappelle's a comedian. At the time, um, John Gruden was an ESPN analyst and I think for NFL Network as well at the same time. I might be wrong exactly who he was employed by. Yeah, it was the ESPN. It was all giving them paychecks, whatever. But at the same time, yeah, you have a standard you have to set for your own job place. But it was private emails to a, a private party. Yeah. And that's, and that's my problem with it is why can, why can Dave Chappelle walk on stage and talk about transvestites in a funny manner and this and that and this and that, and when we all know the best jokes have truth to it? Mm-hmm. And then on the opposite side of the spectrum, a guy like this that wasn't even employed through the team or the league or anything. I mean, to me, it's just crazy. And it's like, I forget who it was. There's been many cases of a GT, and you can probably remember better than I can. But over the last couple of years, there's been a couple of players that have had to backtrack with tweets and blah, 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 mm -hmm. about things they had said on Twitter or on their social media handles. Yeah. And that when they were in high school, sophomore junior senior in high school and i'm like man and i get it this happened you know john gruden's a grown man he's won super bowl blah 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 he's been in the league i get that yeah but i think a lot of people were upset with john gruden too and let's be honest a lot of people were upset with gruden because he got that contract that 10 million that 10-year contract and at what point are we going to stop sitting here and saying you know what that's gruden's fault just because market the market isn't up to that the normal oh, market is on that standard. Money. He right. earned the money. They want to hit on the man from getting the contract because we all knew 
that the Raiders were probably going to go somewhere. We all knew Oakland wasn't going to renew that contract. We all knew that. They didn't want to build a stadium there. You know, L.A. and Oakland, blah, blah, blah. Nobody wanted to build a stadium for the Raiders. And we knew at one point they were going to leave. Mm-hmm. So Mark Davis knew this. Mark Davis knew we were at the point with the Raiders at that point when he gave him that contract. And this does have relevancy because I think Gruden has been scrutinized so much since he's been the Raiders coach. You don't mm-hmm. see the Lions coach getting scrutinized like this. You don't see other bad teams coming into a new coach. And he's 0-5. You know, but at the same time, Gruden doesn't have the best record. But Gruden said it best, I think, when he first started coaching the Raiders again in the second stint. He said, I don't like the way the, the direction that the league is headed. And... You know, he just he got to the point, man, to where he said, you know, I'm sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. You good. Um but yeah. I mean, I, I don't think he deserved to be fired. I think he deserved to be fined. I don't know how they would justify that. Yeah. Um, but I think in today's world the coach gets blamed normally. Um and you know, whether or not that fucking locker room, I mean, you're gonna have bad and good opinions of him. Let me look at Keyshawn's opinion based on everybody else's opinion. Yeah. Keyshawn thought he was a snake from day one. You know, but he played for him, and he didn't like the fact that Gruden got the best out of him, and I've had coaches like this. I didn't like him either when I was younger. You know, they'd call me a fucking, you know, oh, your ankles hurt? You can get on the bike right now, and my grandma can ride quicker on the bike. You didn't like that shit at the time, but they were trying to get the best out of you. You know, and that's what he did to Keyshawn. Well, Keyshawn, just, he's mad because he just wants the ball. Blah, blah, blah. Maybe it was a maturity issue. Maybe Groom was just too hard on him. Maybe I just didn't mesh. But to sit here and say that this guy's a racist. I, I mean, don't know come that. on. You and I, I don't know. No one knows that. I can be honest with you. I mean, no I one knows that. But, but why are we anything. gonna sit here and, and try to be included on the wave? Yeah. No, I'm not and, in the wave. Right. And you didn't say it either wave, way. Yeah. You said, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, no Steve one knows. It's up to him to it's, it's, it's the time to we have to raise our eyebrow and say, hey. Well, similar. I think. When we talk about both these cultures, this also goes to Urban Meyer, same thing. Yeah. I think both didn't respond in a way that would have helped themselves out. Mm-hmm. Like, I, obviously, Urban Meyer probably be fired in the, the year. They're probably on their way to being like, you're basically gone. Like, I think I it's, it's, gone. Yeah, I think it's probably the same thing. And I think it's one of those things where how you respond as a coach or in society affects you because. I think because they are, and this is, they are white males in authority is treated a little different than, than other people. Obviously, like uh, the football players who made the things to maybe lost draft status or something they said when they were 13 on Twitter. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, well, now you're a six round pick. Cause you said something when you're 13. It's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, what's that do when we play football? Exactly. Yes, it, it, it's a little different for them in the sense where they, they may not be in the power. So the guys in power saying you messed up. And this is the first time I think the roles were kind of switched where the power guy fucked up. And now it's like, all right, what are you going to do? And the worst statement you can always make is don't come out and say, I'm not a racist. I don't, like, no, I don't have a race ball on body. People don't want to hear that because it sounds like you're racist. Man. It's more like saying, hey, I, I messed up. I did this. And I'm gonna I'm gonna own up to it. I said it. 
it was years ago. It was it was said for out of malice. That's it. Once you go into details and start trying to explain it, and it becomes worse. <laughs> and I think that's what people do in all situations. They all come up and say, oh, I got to explain it in more details to everybody. So everybody knows how I'm feeling. It's like, sometimes just say, sorry, I messed up. Let's move on. Let's, I will learn from this and try to be better. Sometimes it's all you have to do. <laughs> when you start going to details about what you think it should mean, and what, because the meaning to you may be different than somebody else's. Right. And so like you said, with Dave Chappelle, like, he is what he is. Uh, he, he, he owns up to what it is, and he, he does say, you know, specials, like, hey, you don't want to listen, turn the shit off. I don't care. Right. Which tweets his own. Like, there's sometimes I feel people probably follow him because, all right, he's going to say what he's going to say. Cool. And I think Gruden's thing was it came out at the worst possible situation because it was, and I think he's a victim of the Houston, Texas owner saying some bad shit. A lot of people who were before him leading up to this, and he became the one that they can get rid of. Whereas if Mark Davis and a few of those other owners said stuff, it's really tough to get rid of those owners. Right. You saw how long it took to get the Clippers to Donald Sterling. Yeah. They had the Vasey mutiny. The whole team had to say, we're not playing at all. We're not. I doing mean, nothing. his girl had to record his ass. Yeah, she had to record. So it wasn't like other people. There's, there's like the Texas owner came out right away and said, we can't have them running the same asylum. They're not going to get rid of that guy. He has a lot of oil money in there. So it is, I think John Gruden was the lowest, the highest powerful person that they can get rid of who's not an owner, <laughs> like in that situation. Outside of Bill Belichick, who else besides those two are considered the most powerful? And yes, Robert I mean, Kraft, Jerry Jones. He's an owner. Owners. Outside of owners. So you have the owners. Oh, outside of owners. Okay. Then you I'm have sorry. the coaches. So outside of Bill Belichick and John Gruden, who else is what other big names can you get rid of that everybody's gonna take notice of? <laughs> like if you're gonna build and, and teach on, I think him resigning was right for the situation because it was there's too much going on. There's too it much. It was a sign of respect from the Raiders yeah. organization. To not actually officially send him out his way, right? Yeah. Which, yeah, they're like, look, we understand. We don't know what they probably behind the doors. Yeah. They may have been like, look, we're going to give you 20 more million just because of what we're And, and the thing is, I hate to say it, but John Gruden walks off still beloved by all the Raiders nation. Oh, he should be. I mean. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, he, and, it, and I get it in a sensitive world. The most people that don't fit in are the most insensitive people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, like. Those emails should have never came to life. And that's the shitty part about it. Yeah. This should have been an internal NFL affair. And this is the problem that bothers me now. I'm not saying he was right. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah, I understand. With what he said. But this, this should be between him and D. Smith. This should be between what the NFL wanted to do about the situation. Yeah. So, but that's the problem anymore is nothing is kept behind closed doors, even if it fucking should be. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? So this guy has to, it took, you know, Mark Davis knew it was going to take 10 years to turn the Raiders around and get us back to three, four years of decent winning, maybe yeah. winning seasons, right? That's what, hence the contract, and John Gruden was a trusted Raider. Yeah. So at the time, it made sense. And we thought Gruden was marketable enough to bring us 
with us to Las Vegas. So, and then this is just one of those things at a left field that as a fan, as a fan of the league, mm -hmm. you can't blame, you know, the Raiders and the NFL for doing it. But at the same time, it's shitty for him and the players on our team knowing that we were right there, Yeah, I believe, you know, but I mean, we'll see what happens. It yeah, might man. change. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's something that's going to be going to take a year. I'm actually you hired that coach. There's a lot of things that come, but I think, like I said, like outside of him and Urban Meyer, you're not, Bill Belichick probably would never ever do anything ever. He just sits to himself like, I'm not going to say nothing. <laughs> like, there's probably more coaches that have said things behind the scenes and everything else. Oh, it's just all over the place. It's an unfortunate situation that Washington has issues. And it's probably going to be more. That owner oh, yeah. Of Washington, the owner of Washington we haven't heard teams, the end of it. Yeah, yeah there's probably going to be more coaches, more, yeah. more owners in there, more GMs in there, more everybody in there who is going to go through this. And it's not going right. to stop with John Gruden. He's just probably the first of a few other people who are going to be let go <laughs> in this right. situation or something. So, man, I, I hope it's good for all sports. I hope basketball, everybody who has issues, like basketball had theirs. This is football's one. And it's not to the extent of Donald Sterling. I don't think I don't think his was to the level of Donald Sterling's, but it hurt it hurt somebody the wrong way. So somebody may have felt the wrong way. And obviously, as the league starts being more inclusive and more more open to things, like he had he had to be the domino to fall. Right. Maybe it's one out of maybe 30 more that'll fall. Love you. That'll change everything. Next time, give me a cigar, man. Don't be an asshole about it. <laughs> See you guys. All right. Yeah, so, so I mean, I like it. I think um, it sucks, but so I think the Raiders will be all right. And as it goes to the Chappelle point, kind of same thing. Once you see the end, you'll see what he's saying. I think this, this special is kind of a culmination of all those other specials where you're like, man, he said too much. <laughs> he's going too far, but then he kind of culminates in, in a way that no one's talking about, which is weird. I think everybody is, when they listen to the special, it's similar to what they do in real life. They hear a point and they say, oh, that's the issue. I only heard that this guy did a 10 minute thing and I picked out 10 seconds of what he or she said. Right. And I said, oh, they're bad. It's like, wait, at the end of that, they're like, man, we all should get along and talk to each other. But they picked out a 10 seconds where you're like, Man, these people, I hate these people because of this reason. It's like, oh, he said he hates. <laughs> well, this is a problem too for me, and you're exactly right yeah. because, I mean, like we can all sit back here and say it, and I mean, as an American, as a young American, I think mm -hmm. that we all understand that, you know, the media when it comes to politics mm -hmm. is ridiculous. I mean, I don't even have to go any further into that, but it's yeah. the same thing is for me, you know, the media holds – these lead, the coaches in every pro sports league in the NBA, I mean, like you said, like they'll take a 10-second uh, mm -hmm. sound bit and completely misconstrue it just to sell. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And we all know what's going to happen, but this is my thing. They say, you know, these athletes can't, you know, they need to get their nose out of politics. And why? When you treat them like politicians. Yeah. You treat the coaches like politicians. You treat the players like politicians. You hold them to the same goddamn regard. Mm-hmm. So shut up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the problem. It gets to a point to where you got anybody and everybody saying what they want to say 
in the media. You got anybody and everybody saying and doing what they want to do for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, and a fucking 10-year-old email? Yeah. Like, I think if it was only that one, I think a fine may have happened. But then there's more stuff kept coming out. I was like, the optics got worse. The optics got worse. And yeah, I, I agree. It's an old email. But when it's seven years, that's a that's a long... When you do analysis, that's where you start saying, one time, okay. Two times, all, okay. All they found was John Gruden talking to a friend of his in the league. But why do that? That's what I said. Why not do it to the guy's actual private email? He did it to the NFL... Washington.redskins.nfl.com, whatever it may be. And if it was that long, that's the obviously worst email. they were conversing back and forth. Yeah, that's the worst email to send it to. But at the end of the day. Why not text your own homie and be like, yo, this is your own private phone? Oh, well, I mean, I could I could be a millionaire right now, but I'm not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't do this shit because of what a bullshit. No, what happened day, is what happened. In the day, I wouldn't have you email the company I work for as email. Because they have access to everything in there. Like the NFL has access to I don't to think he was sending it to the Washington Football doc or email at gmail.com. I think he was sending it to Homeboy's email. And that's what happened. It was a personal email between him and the owner. Or I'm sorry, him and the GM, right? But I think it was through the GM's Washington football team email address. That's how he got caught. If it was through his own private I mean, one, if it was through his Gmail account, they're not going to go and say, Show me your Gmail emails. Like, you know, dude, I'm not going to there. It's just, it's. It was I, a little mistake on both sides. If you would have sent to someplace else, wouldn't have this issue. Washington wouldn't have their messed up sexual harassment things. And like, like I said, like the fact that Daniel Snyder said the owner of the Washington team is crazy. Like, he should be selling his team. Like, there's so much stuff going on in sports that's bad. And I think, like I said, he's, they couldn't make Washington football owner. Sell the team. They tried to. They're like, eh, nah, get out of here. So, then they weren't going to make Mark Davis get rid of the team because that's too much family lineage to be like, it, you got to do something because now on his watch. Well, he has so, done nothing wrong. Yeah, it went on his watch. So, they couldn't do it to him. So, he was the only person. It sucks. But I, I'm sure Gruden's going to eventually get something where he's, again, helping young quarterbacks and do it. He's going to get something where he's still going to do stuff. I think. I think yeah. it's just won't be a coach. Yeah. But I'm sure in like two years, three years from now, somebody's like, hey, come coach my my son quarterback. And it's going to come up. He'll get a TV show or he'll start a YouTube channel of it, whatever he wants to do. And be like, I do Gruden's quarterback camp still on my own. Right. Make more money on it. So yeah. so I'm sure he'll be fine. Obviously, I'm guaranteeing that resignation thing was a big payout from some some portion of that contract that, we won't know. It'll be undisclosed. I guarantee no one ever know that dollar amount, except for Gruden and 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 Mark Davis. Like yo, <laughs> this is my thing too. Sometimes in America, especially, we think the quickest reaction is always the best reaction, and sometimes, goddamn it, it's not. I feel this situation, and I can say this, and I will say this. I'm not racist and I'm not homophobic mm-hmm. and I don't care who takes offense to what I just said, because God damn it, I know I'm not blah, 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 do what you do. So at the same fucking time, this guy 
they should have let all this they should have did the investigation first mm-hmm. they should have they should have gathered the information they should have gathered what was truthful on whatever end they should have realized what was the important reason why we were doing this okay you uncovered another something 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 in it okay investigate that a little bit more mm-hmm. so let's get to the point to where we can sit here and say as the NFL they can all get together and be responsible on their end to do what they do yeah before this shit leaks out and it it's almost like you got one punch a day because we almost got one or two emails a day on espn and the media from it right so instead of proposing it like this why can't we step back and get to a point to where they can all make a decision and you know what the biggest thing i think over the queer comment and over the Michelin Tire Lips comment, I think the biggest comment that really bothered the league was the Roger Goodell. Yeah, and, you, and you that was that. the queer comment. <laughs> and I think that. the politics were involved in that, and that's why it happened when it happened. Or else Mark Davis probably would have had some kind of implication, some kind of fucking problem afterward on his own. But why can't we sit back and let the league deal with it and then at the end of the day, rather than fucking pulling the trigger on somebody, even though Gruden was at fault here, mm-hmm. why can't we have Gruden and Goodell and D. Smith, if he's cool with Gruden, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Why can't we have them all come out in a press conference and say, you know what? John made a mistake. But you know what? People make mistakes. And we're the type of league to where we've dealt with Colin Kaepernick. What happened with that? We made a mistake here. We made a mistake there. We've jumped the gun before. We've made mistakes. We've had to pay for it. Why can't they get together and come up with a decent solution? Whether it would have been him being fired or not, or him resigning or not at the end of the Mm day, I just don't like the way it was handled. Yeah. I really don't. I think it's bullshit. You know, and that's, that's the kind of shit to me. It's like it's all media driven. It's just, and that usually ends up being one of the reasons why the decision's made when it's made, whether it be the right one or not. You know what I'm saying? If he yeah. would have sat back and owned up to it on national television and, you know, took the Raiders hat off and took it over his eyes and showed his hair and showed the Chucky growl and said, I'm sorry. Seriously, I'm sorry. But, you know, to be honest, like, I wasn't even working for them then. And I was just talking to a friend, like we would talk to anybody, and I didn't realize how serious it would be 10 years later. But what does this have, to, what does 10 years ago have to do with me, who I am now? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I had what? to own up to everything I had to 10 years ago. I agree with you. I mean, you know, I, on our side, obviously, it's from the outside looking in, looks like a rush isn't. Obviously, there's yeah. things probably internal in that team where, there could have been those. There could have been some players that those forty-five, those said, hey, those thirty, like those thirty African-American players are like, yo, I got to get them out of here. I don't like it. I don't like it. It yeah. could have been that. It could have been more stuff that we'll we'll never know. Way. Yeah, we'll yeah. never know. And and I, I think the conclusion was made. He's out. He'll be back doing something one of these days in the future. We don't know when, but I, I think it's great. I mean, I think it's good for the league to find issues. Yep. Now it's just how do you deal with it the right way. Right. How do you, and this goes right to, like you said, Colin Kaepernick, how do we deal with that? Uh, no, you're how, right. How, do we, how do we deal right with this right way to, yeah. 
yeah. not make it worse. And the league has a responsibility to at least they're dealing with shit now. Yeah. But now it's just how do we it's always gonna be overcorrection. So mm-hmm. you have one side where it's like we allowed this guy to he took a knee and we allowed politics to get involved and say he was a bad person and then we didn't hire him ever again. And we ruined his career and he had to do something else. Then went the other way and now it's like after two days of email surfing, we fired this guy. Based well, I mean, at the end so, of the day, like, look at Drew Brees' uh, response when it came to Kaepernick. You know, he yeah. didn't lose his job, even yeah, though yeah, some of his yeah. players, even though some of the players in his team, they probably sold him out. Yeah, they probably sorted him out in the locker room. Like, oh, right. <laughs> It'll be silly. But yeah, like I said, I think it, it, it all happens at different times. And I think no matter what level you are in, maybe Sean Payton says it. He's like, he's like Gruden now. You're like, you're out, dude. You can't, you can't be. Well, another dude. problem too was Carl Nassib was the first player that came out this year as a gay man, openly yeah. as a gay man, you know, as an NFL player. And then this happened. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, like, the, it's, it it's just lot. the, it's just the buildup of it. There was a lot of things that. It's the media fucking buildup. Yeah. But but I'm not saying he was happened. right in what he said. Yeah. But to we be honest, happened, some of it was kind of funny to me because I'm an asshole too. <laughs> you know and i'm sorry but if, if you have friends you know what i mean i'm making the same jokes to the mexican friends that i'm making to the black ones or to the white ones or to the indians or whatever i'm making the same goddamn jokes to all of them because they know my heart mm-hmm. and i have a feeling and i have a feeling that john gruden is probably the same fucking way because john gruden doesn't hold shit back we all knew that about him but now we have it on fucking paper well, God damn it, we've had it on NFL films before. It was just tolerated back then. But now it's not. The world's different, man. That is just it the is. way the world is. And yeah. It's not going to change. I think it's going to be. Ten years ago, he would have been, this shit would have been a comedy act. Yeah, yes and no. I mean, that's the only comedy act, but like you would still have people, if we were around 10 years ago doing this, I'd have probably been like, that's fucked up thing to say. <laughs> like, it would have been, but. Obviously, I, I wouldn't have a power to fire him. Like, if he was, if any of my coaches ever said that two years ago, I'd be like, yo, you gotta go. Like, I can't have you right now. I'm, I own you. You're, we're for me. But I get it. I, I get it was bad and bad taste. And like, we talked about the girl who said something when she was like 16 about when she just got, she went to NYU earlier, University of Chicago early. She said something about her Chinese tutor. And, and then she got a job at 28 being, the, I guess an editor of a magazine. They're like, "Oh, you can't hire her," and it's like, "Wait, what?" She says, "She said one tweet, six, 16 years old." So I get it. it. It's always overreaction. That's kind of what we're doing. We're in the stage of overreaction as a society. Everything is, we messed up before. We didn't react to it before. How do we fix it? Let's go the other way. Let's right. go right away and just go to the the furthest thing from the the end. So, whether I like it or not, I don't know. I, like. I wish he was still there with the Raiders. I, I, I want to see how this season would have ended. I wish they would have been like, all right. Because, like, anyway, it went. If they would have brought Miss Wells this year, it would probably be the same fate. They would have made the playoffs, he would still be there. We don't know. So, that's the so, so, man, it, it's, it's a lot to go on. I think um, – But we're in, we're in week six, too, I guess, is yeah. one good thing is we still have most of the season to kind of rebound and try to get shit together, I guess. You know, I mean, that's a good way to look at it. <laughs> yeah, so – we did a quick one. I'm going to edit this tonight and get this up. <laughs> this will be a new post. It'll be just on, online. 
so yes, thanks, man. It was a good, quick conversation. Hopefully my, my thing's charged, we can move on. But anything you want to say, last few words on how we should change society? Um, I don't think society really needs to change. I think the perception of what everything is right now needs to be changed. I think um, inclusion is a perfect example for this John Gruden situation. Um, I feel like people in this world, where I think what needs to change, to be honest, a lot in this country is people has to stop. When they're lonely, you don't always have to be a part of a group yeah. or find a group to find. You know, I mean, I've never had a problem with gay people in my life, never will. Mm -hmm. but at the same time, this is America. You know, you can say what you want to say. I'm not saying it's not going to be hurtful. I'm not saying people in well, certain positions shouldn't have to, shouldn't be held accountable because they represent something at that point. America's I'm not, not saying that. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. But freedom of speech. <laughs> you should be able to say what the fuck you want to say. That's the reason of the podcast. So we can say what we want to say. We can. Yes. But when you're at a position like that, you know, look at these communities that gather together. Look at these people that may be Gruden haters at the beginning mm -hmm. that all of a sudden that he said the word queer. Now they want to stick up for gay people. Yeah. Maybe they never had before or vice versa. You know what I'm saying? It's inclusion. People want to ride the fucking waves of things like this. And the same thing with the Kaepernick situation. Mm -hmm. It's the same fucking thing. Before people realize what's really happening, we want to jump the gun and join a fucking side. Mm -hmm. Me, obviously, I'm a Raiders fan. You already know what side I'm on, right? And I've been around for 35 years, so I'm pretty aware of what John Gruden's done for the game. And there's some shit still I don't know because he's, he was around before me. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm not sitting here saying he's not a racist. I'm not sitting here saying he's not homophobic. And I'm not sitting here saying that he, he always never was. I have no fucking clue. I don't know the guy. Mm -hmm. But I hate to see a guy like this get fired over something that happened a decade ago. And okay, three years ago at the end of it. But it's not like this guy was tweeting this shit out like Donald Trump did. Mm. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I feel like it was overreacted very early. And that's the inclusion part. It's people want to ride waves because they have their own agendas. And people love to see people suffer. People love to break up happy marriages. People love to break up things that they normally wouldn't be able to. Because mm -hmm. they feel power in that. And it's not always people's power to be able to do it. But they just like to fuck shit up. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the inclusion thing. Yeah, man. And on my end, to sum it up over the show, we'll have to do a discussion on something about freedom. Because I think the biggest fallacy in all of America is the concept of freedom of speech in America being a free nation. We're not the only free country. We're not the only free. This, I think... This is more to go in depth more in the future, but we're seeing it now. If you say something that you think I'm free to say, you realize this country is not what they say to you. There's repercussions to it. There's no freedom of speech unless you understand like, yes, there's freedom of speech to the extent where- Well, there is if you stay, if you stay in the realm of ethics. Yeah, what's, but at the same time, yeah. 
what's acceptable to say, what's ethical, you know, I mean. Same time, there's a lot in America that has to change and will change, and there's a lot that's not going to change. The fact that there's never been a full thing of freedom of speech ever, it's more been a thought, a thought that we should aspire to. Mm -hmm. We should aspire to have freedom of speech. We should aspire to have freedom of press and all. But I think it's went from, okay, you have freedom of speech to being like, you're not really free to say anything you want. And I think this generation of the world has changed. So now it's like, you're free to say what you want as long as you don't step on these 15 different, just people's society's feet. And this, so I get it. It's one of those things where it's still evolving. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to ever get better. I don't know if it's going to get worse. We have to see. And I hope that for any person of power that is someone's boss or someone who has, controls the narrative over players that they, players or staff that they work for, make sure you're, you're cool with them. Even if you have these feelings in your head, don't leave paper trails, man. Like if you want to do this in your garage with your homie and say, oh, I'm going to say this. Yes. There are things that I'll probably say to you outside of this podcast that will never go to air because yeah. something's just for us to talk about. Well, I got a bar right here on text message. Yeah. Screen yeah. I don't need paper trails to air everything is going on. So worst case stereo, don't say it. Worst case, best case stereo, don't say it. Worst case stereo, just don't put paper trail. Don't have a trail of anything you do. Talk to people. That's what we need in society. Go back to talking to each other. <laughs> Phone calls. Maybe everything. Work it too. out. Yeah, work it out. Give the bitch 500 pounds. Get to that point. <laughs> I mean, damn. But yeah. So to end this podcast, we will post this. I'm going to post this tonight. Uh, it will be up tomorrow morning sometime. Thanks, man, for taking 30 minutes or so to discuss this. I'm going to edit a little bit and have a little fun, man. Talk to you later. Sounds good, brother. Peace. Peace.